from deep behind the enemy lines of FEMA Region 3. You're listening to the Powder Monkey Podcast on PirateInfoWars.com. Episode 55 of the Powder Monkey Podcast. Uh, the title of this episode is Corona Eyes. And um, just like the majority of the podcasts that I produce that have anything to do with the word Corona or anything like that, uh, this may get scrubbed in certain places, but it will live forever on uh, the Powder Monkey Podcast, uh, PirateInfoWars.com. Um, so, uh, and also coronaized.com. Uh, my guest today is Jordan. Uh, Jordan, uh, in the February, uh, in February of 21, Jordan and, and his wife received the Moderna COVID-19 injection. And, uh, he noticed strange side effects, mostly neurological, that caused him to start research on what was actually injected into his wife. And what he found completely shocked him to his core. Um, he has a Master of Science in Information Science, uh, as well as a uh, 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 Juris Doctorate, and uh, Juris Doctor, which uh, is, I guess, the equivalent uh, to, uh, uh, doc, you know, uh, basically a PhD or an MD. I mean, you you have uh, your, your accreditation there, sir. But, uh, you know, uh, he... Um, he uh, basically was an information scientist. He uh, worked for two major pharma firms, and at one of these companies, he was charged to build a database of clinical trial studies. Uh, uh, you know, the data included uh, AIDS vaccine research, uh, which included mRNA and DNA platforms. And as such, he trained to read scientific and technical data, especially in pharmaceutical science, chemistry, and systems of the human body, mostly, uh, presently, the human cell. Therefore, he was able to do more extensive research, deeper, longer, and more substantive than the average individual could ever obtain. And so uh, he compiled his research and formed a basis of knowledge, and now he fully knows what they've done the state of the art uh, in nanotechnology as it relates to the human body and uh, what they plan to do in the future. So uh, Jordan, uh, welcome to the Powder Monkey podcast. Thank you for uh, coming aboard and, uh, you know, uh, loading the cannons for, for this episode. Thank you for coming on, sir. Well, I want to thank you for having me. And, um, you know, I appreciate your, I've seen, uh, you know, your selections on topics and um, your report you're performing a very important function um, that needs to be uh, maintained. And I know that you have you have some pretty wide ranging, um, you know, placement over a couple platforms. So I really encourage you to, to keep on keeping on. And yeah. um, 
appreciate yeah. you know the time to, to let me you know <laughs> propensiate my you know warning to, to humanity well that's what this is all about you know i mean uh telling the tale of the info warrior um you know from the front lines when i can but uh and you're one of them uh you know you caught my attention uh, a couple of weeks ago when you called in uh you got on air with alex and um you know what you have to say is important it, it deserves more than two minutes and so um and i know you've called in before and i think they mentioned maybe you should build your own website and you know what you've done a hell of a job with that so uh you know, I'm going to let you get into, uh, you know, what you've done and uh, you just have really put together uh, and you use the term a Rosetta Stone for what they have done. And so I wholeheartedly encourage any anyone who watches this podcast or listens to go to coronaeyes.com and just uh, dive in. There's videos, there's, um, you know, peer reviewed articles. It, the the actual people themselves saying it. So, um, Jordan, I'm, I'm going to let you uh, just kind of give a little bit about your background, and I'm, I'm going to let you take it from there. If I have a question, I'll, I'll hop in, but uh, the floor is yours, sir. Thank you so much. Um, and as you noted, uh, my sojourn with this started in early 2021. Um, uh, and, you know, I was never what they call, quote unquote, an anti-vaxxer. Um, I never took, you know, annual flu shots or whatever during my adult years. Um, I wasn't because I was anti anything. I just, for some reason, thought that it wasn't necessary <laughs> and um, thought I could manage my own health, you know, effectively and what have you. But I was never, never really took a side. Um, that being said, just prior to, you know, uh, 2019, when, when, when the COVID rollout happened, um, I started to have some questions um, with just the abundant evidence that was starting to make itself apparent as to the use of aluminum adjuvants and the rest. Um, so I started to think that something was going on, but I never really formed the basis. Um, I, like I said, you had noted in the introdu introduction, I'd worked in the pharmaceutical industry. Um, and so, you know, when I was in there, um, the FDA was was a very strong force against just releasing stuff, right? I was in the early 2000s. So there was a bulwark there in that regulatory system that caused there to be pause for many of these uh, novel technologies, if you will, including mRNA and DNA um, vaccine technologies, which, uh, as I noted um, in various conversations I had, with Mr. Jones or Mr. Schroer, whoever it might have been, that um, there was a, a strong adversion by most of the leading pharmaceutical companies because of the toxicity and the, uh, the infamy of these types of uh, technologies to uh, human life. Um, meaning when you go in and mess with the mitochondria of the human cell, strange things happen, right? Sure. So. Um, all that being said, I never really knew much about it, and I'd gotten out of the pharmaceutical industry around 2008 or so, um, and I had a second career because I started outsourcing my jobs to India, Italy, and the rest. So I had about a 10-year career there, whereby um, I learned, uh, you know, science and technical uh, knowledge uh, beyond what I was taught, which was basically... Um, you know, information-based 
but my specialty when I was coming out of um, library and information school was government information um, yes. with with, so, with with a strong um, prominence in a lot of scientific information stored by the FDA and the, and the like, right? So sure. the pharmaceutical industry picked me up and said, well, we could use this, uh, but we need to train you. So they trained me on various uh, science and technical stuff, how to read scientific literature, how to review it, how to vet it properly um, for a function that they had at that time in the pharmaceutical industry. I was located on the East Coast um, for um, this type of work. Uh, which is eventually outsourced to India and Italy. Um, sure. But like I said, like, like you said in the introduction, um, I was charged with looking at clinical trial study data. So I knew what was involved with it. Um, I knew what you're supposed to do, right? Um, and the double blind studies and stuff like that, that's something stemming all the way back to the 1700s. Um, <laughs> and there's a section on my website that goes through this, but um, it had to do with the work, you know, Franz Mesmer, right? Uh, and the King of France and disproving animal magnetism and all the rest. And Ben, Flank ben Franklin was actually involved uh, where you came up with this whole double blind study thing, which then became the basis for what would eventually become the entire basis for scientific research as far as it means, you know, putting substances into the human body, right? Sure. And pharmacia and pharmacy and the rest. So when my wife when they started rolling out, first of all, you know, obviously the COVID-19 um, plan, all right, um, that in and of itself sent off a lot alarm bells and totally changed everybody's view on everything. And you, re, you know, you either were totally awakened by it or you went deeper into sleep. It's kind of the two, I think, factions that you could easily say occurred as a result of all that. Right. So that being said, um, I obviously fell into the other faction because I always question everything. Um, and that's always been my way. Um, I'd always followed Mr. Jones and so forth since basically 9-11. Nothing wrong uh, with that. Yeah, so, you know, um, and I'd always looked into things like the Kennedy assassination with skepticism. Um, but from a scientific empirical basis, right? Um, so, you know, I would always want to have some sort of basis for my my theories, just like anybody who studies science, not the science, science, right? right? Exactly. So, and that's where things started to really, um, you know, coalesce for me is when this COVID-19 thing came out, seemingly looks like it was a way to get Trump out, right? At first, there was this political kind of sentiment to it that the Chinese were trying to disrupt his economy get back at him for the sanctions and what have you, which was kind of early teaser, right? That was a, a piece of bait. Once they got to the point where they started pushing that the only way out of this thing was the vaccines, right? Mm -hmm. I started to become concerned right. because I knew what clinical trial study meant, right? And pushing, and then when they start talking about the technology platforms, I started to remember some of the work that I was doing with the, you know, the vaccine development and some of the studies I had read about mRNA, DNA um, platforms and how many animals they killed, right? In the studies and right. the aversion to these big companies that I worked for who had been traditional players in the vaccine market for decades um, who just would never go near it, right? 
um, and they worked on much more on a traditional, uh, you know, pharmacological type model, as opposed to someone like Moderna, who basically is a front organization for DARPA. And, you know, I can discuss that a little bit more detail, but um, my sojourn, you know, started there a little bit. And then right on, the, as I was starting to develop suspicions, uh, my wife went out and got the thing. Yeah. And um, I, I, I pled with her not to get it. Um, this, this defies everything I know about pharmaceutical science, which I should know. Please don't do it. And I said it to others. Um, they ignored me. All right. And then I, that I also at that time started to see the level of psychological conditioning that had taken I was, I was sick for three days when I found out my wife got hers. And uh, I wasn't aware that it happened. I uh, found out at work. I was sick for three days, physically ill. Um, That's what happened to me. Just, I, I, just emotionally. Um, I know. But, me too. Yeah, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but you no, know, no. Yeah, I, 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 I was sharing this because I thought, you know, I, I was literally just beside myself. I mean, it, and it changed the way I looked at the world. Sure. It, it, it totally polarized me. And, you know, I have, you know, a lot of education. I know how to do in-depth research beyond most people's capabilities just because that's what I was trained to do, you know, not because sure. I'm for a you know, superior being, but I felt it contingent upon myself and to, to, to do this research. At first, I did it for my own personal reasons to be like, what the hell is going on? And as I was doing it, I started building this huge pile of, of research. And then I started looking and I would go over the research more and more. And I'm like, I started discovering all kinds of other things that were tied to this plan, to the technology, and to all the, the, the immense quantum leaps in pharmaceutical science and everything else that led me then to nanotech. Right. That, that little rabbit hole, right? Um, and then once I got into nanotech and I saw the confluence of biomedical science and nanotech, quantum computing, and all the internet this internet of things. Yes. And that there was this nexus of things that had been going on for a long time, right under all of our noses. Yes. Um, that um, became immediately apparent to me. Um, and, you know, it, it was interesting because right at this time I had a personal catharsis with things I had been going through in my life, which somehow I don't know from if, if it was from Providence or what have you that allowed me to be more acute in the sense of my senses, my intelligence, my level of energy. I got back a lot. I'd come through some a personal, a very, like a personal thing that I've been through for many years that had kind of kept me in a stupor sleep. Like many other people, I think, had been living since kind of 9-11, you know, oh, yeah. in this kind of stupor state, you know, admittedly, you know. And um, I started to wake up right before the COVID thing hit almost as though I was, that was supposed to happen, it, it, strangely enough. And so, you know, I started compiling all this research. Uh, and then I started calling into the show um, more and more because I felt that I needed to tell somebody what the hell was going on. They needed to know, or at least people out there needed to know that, you know, no, you know number one, the FDA doesn't exist anymore, all right? So anything that they put out or rub, a rubber stamp or whatever it is, it's not under the basis for what normally used to occur. 
It's all the board of directors of a pharma, some big pharma, pharmacological organization. I'm just saying it's over. It doesn't yeah. exist anymore. And so anything you get that, 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 that says FDA approved is worthless. Sure. That's number one. Number two, they did this for a reason. COVID-19 was a reason. Okay. They needed to have it be this particular virus like this because there's technology affiliated with it that's not just to get people sick. Right. They needed to get people sick with COVID-19 in order to facilitate the deployment of the technology. And this did not start in Wuhan. This started in Chapel Hill. Am I correct in, in that? Uh, okay, yes. all right. There's, there's, there's several arms of this. Under the Obama administration, several people came forward and sort of, I guess, were whistleblowers and caused maybe a, a, a little bit of an uproar. And so they moved it to Wuhan. Is that is that how that happened or uh, how exactly? Yes, there, there's, I, and I'll start using some terms and try to describe them as best I can. There's sure. what I call the Barrick slash Dazic arm of this. Yeah, which Peter is, act, mm-hmm. yeah, which is really the, the chimeric, um, you know, disease arm using SARS as the basis, as the platform. Bat-based, sure. you know, bat-based viruses, right? A right. whole pool of those things. As Ralph Barrick said in a presentation, okay, in February of 2020, right, there was an encyclopedia of these things, and we've been sequencing these things for 17 years, right? But it wasn't just to get people sick. See, that's only part of it. And one of the great things that Alex Jones has done is he's tied together the multifarious aspect of, of how these plans work, right? The binary weapon systems right. and so forth. It's never just one purpose. Yeah. Right. And it's never just one purpose. It it serves a multitude of purposes. Sure. And so if you think about the Manhattan Project, right, you think about how many different groups are involved in that in 1945. You can imagine the level of sophistication we're on today for these government programs. I mean, you're talking well beyond standard comprehension, all right, of the scope you know, what their plans are, who's involved, the compartmentalization, it, 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 you know, would totally blow anyone's mind. Right. And so you have to start to look at different shades and penumbras, penumbras, excuse me, of the shadows, right, Right. of this plan. Um, And then you can only fill in certain portions of it, right? Um, But it's important that you do, and you start with the portions that, that are the most important that, that, are the most danger to, to your loved ones, to humanity. And, and you usually start there out of priority to try to fill that in so that you, you know, can get something out there to warn people. Or, you know, there's some, some evidence available right away and you work on that to try to get credibility. But it's always this kind of reactive thing that we're doing as, as people, right? We're reacting to them. They've been planning this for decades. Oh yeah, the, the the technocracy and and you you did very well in pointing this out is nothing new. Um, way before you know what we knew of as computers and everything, the the technocracy, um, you know, was what twenties, thirties. Yes. Um, Patrick Wood so, is very good at identifying that. By the way. Yeah, 
and and so I mean you you did very uh, very good in in adding that um, you know to to your research and to what you've put on coronas.com because you really do you lay out the entire map of what they've done and and who they are and you know how long this has been um, you know just just from the point um, you know with the trilateral commission and everything um, you know what was that 73 um, so we're, we're almost up on 50 years now half a century and so look at where they've gone with it and um, it, and I didn't mean to go off on a tangent there, but it is, it's just, uh, you know, we, what we see, and I believe what is behind the veil of this, and just, just looking at the research and the things they're building on a quantum level, um, yeah, but yeah, going ahead, going ahead, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, to interject. And, no, no, uh, I like the interjections, it, it's a nice serendipitous way of trying to deal with this, because this is a very, dense thing to, to try to conceive oh, wow. of, you know so that's why i've built this this has taken years for me to, to, to get to this point and i'm not going to stop that's the one thing until they stop me right so um so here's the thing i was talking about the dazic arm of this right yeah. there was this gain of function research that um ralph barrick was really the main person okay who who came up with this and the motivations of him and how that got started you have to understand or i'm, I'm saying you not you personally i'm speaking a second person you know yeah. you obviously a very enlightened person but um to get funding and to distinguish yourself um like from the likes of stanford and the rest if you're at unc someone like ralph barrick you have to say well what can i do for these you know defense agency people to get my funding and what they did was and you get how you get someone like Ralph Barrick is, and this is my, you know, this is partially sub, supposition, but MK Ultra folded in the 70s, right? And there was a huge blowout over it, right? You know, the church sure. committee, Pike committee, all right? And they were doing a lot of this research. And people have to understand, well, how does this virus research tie into the MK Ultra program? Right. Well, the MK Ultra program was for mind control. And everybody, you know, the cover kind of it's like, oh, it's mind control to so we can interrogate Russians, right? Or Soviets? No, it was mind control for us. So the let's let's break it let's break it down for the layman. Basically, what they were doing is, if you have a child who doesn't want to eat, and you've got this spoon, you figure out that when you play choo choo, that child opens its mouth, and the spoon goes right into its mouth. That is what they were doing, how to control the population on a, on a mass scale through fear to eventually do what they've done. Um, yeah, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that was part of the program and it had to go into a different mode after that. They couldn't run it through the CIA anymore, um, but they found huge value in it. So this, there, there has always been this filthy nest and Francis Boyle has always been good at this. So you can look to him for some credibility on this, okay? Sure. The CDC has been a filthy nest of, you know, former Nazis, all right? That's... Literal. So, yeah, okay, so, <laughs> you know, and so the, them, and, and, and they took over the NIH, and a lot of this stuff that was being done through the MKUltra program went to the CDC and NIH, which included 
the whole component of mind control, which, you know, in large part, this is all about societal control, right? Sure. So a lot of the funding streams and all that stuff, in order to give it a cover story, they moved it in the name of safety and health into the CDC, NIH funding, and that started, and then that, that was the early stages of what became Dr. Fauci. Now, is this, is this the early stages of this? Are these the people that Eisenhower is referring to, basically, with the military-industrial complex? Uh, you, re, you mentioned DARPA. I mean, this is exactly what Eisenhower was referring to, basically. Um, you know, these people, the, the technocrats, the, the, you know, where, we, you know, he, he basically laid out where we were going. Um, he did. And he looked quite he fearful. warned us. Yeah, he looked quite fearful. I mean, there's a little, someone moves something in the background and he, he, he shifts his <laughs> eyes, you know, Let's see, you know, and, 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 um, you know, Kennedy knew this too. Okay. And, and we know what happened to him. Sure. So, you know, um, they had planned, I mean, Patrick Wood's very good at this. Anthony Sutton obviously was the master. Okay. I mean, Patrick Wood is, is, you know, his underling, right? Uh, Anthony Sutton, all his books should be just standard reading for any info warrior, anybody who believes in truth and, and, and keen research, all right, empirical study, okay. in my opinion. So, you know, you need to understand that they've been creating funding arms for all this stuff over multiple decades. Jay Dyer, who, who Alex yeah. brought on, I mean, he's been spot on. He does an excellent job. He, he came does. in and he also helped supplement some of what I was going through, right? especially with um, his, his, his total analysis of Jonah, Jonas Salk, right? And his book, mm -hmm. um, Survival of the Wisest, where Salk talks about the vaccines aren't to help people, okay? They're to control them, right? Sure. And so the modern vaccination programs, starting basically in the 50s, right? And the whole constant flu cycle and all this other stuff, right. um, you know, caused this whole area of viral immu immunology research, which wasn't always there. And the main purpose of wasn't for um, containing pandemic level outbreaks in the rest. It was there as a method of control, a method of being able to get all kinds of um, funding from the Congress and so forth to do other research. Sure. So the DASIC Barrack arm of this had to do with the viral component of what COVID-19 is, which is sequences of millions of different virus strains and virus-like particles. And so they've been synthesizing virus-like particles since the early 2000s. Of course, this all ties into with the mapping of the human genome and the rest, right? Sure. There's been some there's major technical advances yeah, the, the, the first one was the human genome project where they they wrote, you know, or they read the, the human genome. They, they, they broke the code. And then the next one was to basically write, rewrite the human genome, correct? Or, or, or basically create it, print it, um, you know. Um, correct. Synthetically, right? Sure. Using a template. Right. So, you know, this was all going on at the same time. And we, like we said, the technocrats 
um, and, and, the, and the precursors of technocrats, which Jay Dyer has gone over in, in great detail, right? Council of Roads, all these people, H.G. Wells, those folks, sure. right? Bertrand yeah. Russell, and all the groups that they were a part of were waiting right. for the technology to exist to implement a plan that's been around probably since the, the end of the great monarchs in Europe, sure. okay? It, which ties into the whole Illuminati thing, right? Um, so who had plans for this control infrastructure and a whole new Aeon, you know, where everything's managed down to the, the human cell, sure. right? Uh, totally controlled. Um, and that's where this is heading. So the one arm of it is this DASIC um, barrack arm, which is this using NIH funding, coming up with chimeric viruses, virus-like particles, and all the technology affiliated with that, which is multifarious, which includes the spike protein. Yes. Right. And can I, can I, can I, can, speaking of Dazic, I, I don't know if he would be familiar with the technology, but I think it was reported last year that they basically approached the Pentagon and they said, hey, you know, what we'd like to do is, is basically, um, you know, spread Corona in, in China. And um, and the Pentagon said, you know, wait a minute, we're not going to do that. That's that's crazy. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, what? How would they? Would it just be from contact to contact? Would it be aerosolized? How how would they go about doing that? Um, if if in fact that that you know if if they would have if there would have been a green light, how would they have done that to to the effect where it would have. Um, made an impact to, to what they were trying to achieve. Yeah, I mean, this goes into the whole thing about involving China somehow too, right? Mm -hmm. Had to be in China. And if these things were such a risk, like zoonotically, right, in these caves in China, would that even be necessary? No, right? right. Which then raises its own question. But the thing is, is Peter Daszak brought it, you could aerosolize some of this stuff. It's just sure. the transmissibility doesn't work as well unless you have a host, right? right. So, you know, um, there was problems with the technology and it could be an indication of the fact that the Pentagon wasn't too happy about it was that it wasn't gonna be 100%, not because they were worried sure. about it. <laughs> doing okay. something bad to China. Because the first SARS epidemic or whatever, it might, I think it was pandemic, excuse me. Um, yeah. The first one, I believe was a bio attack by us. Or elements of the Pentagon. Yeah, I, I do. And I do believe a lot of the major outbreaks were actually lab grown viruses and so forth to, to, to create this scheme of the fact that, you know, you need to take uh, annual vaccination that's, shots for the flu and all the yeah, rest. That's more when it was referred to the, the media referred to it as bird flu, correct? The bird yes. flu. At, okay. H1, okay. You know, yeah. 5-1, whatever it might be. Right. Gotcha. So I'm just saying that, you know, there's there's this long history too that we're in the background of all this too of, of bioweapons, right? Starting with the, the blankets and the smallpox, right? Oh yeah. You know, and, and this has been going on a long time. All right. Sure. This, 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 these, these weapons are use of sicknesses and illnesses as a weapon. So when when these you know leftists or major media outlets say that that's ridiculous and absurd, people have to understand the, the level of lying that's going on there. Oh, yeah. It's Goebbels level lying. 
Um, but it's the, insane. It is. And, and, and it's an inversion of reality, which brings us into this whole conversation about Luciferianism and all the rest. But oh, yeah, because it, it serves no other purpose except for chaos. Right. I mean, uh, one of Shakespeare's greatest characters. Well, that's was part the, of the, the, you know, who, who, that's who part did of the things Clowerton, just because it was bad, you know? Yeah. The, the, the Clower and Piven, uh, you know, the, that whole strategy, um, chaos, you know, you know, you needed chaos at the borders, chaos in your, in your election system, you know? I mean, so again, it's multifaceted. They, they use it for multiple things, but, um, but yeah, I mean, chaos, Babylon, it's, it's all confusion. It's in the, that it all, it, nothing new under the sun. It always, uh, you know, but anyway. No, that's, and, and, and that's exactly what they will do. And they'll continue to use all the tools in their toolbox, all the quills in their quiver. But this whole design aspect of this Manhattan level project of this virus, and all the technology from it, um, you know, this there's there's several different arms of this, and it's been going on a while. And it took a while for them to map the human genome to you know where James Watson, right, had his Nobel Prize winning, you know, work, right, that all went through. Guess where? Cambridge, Massachusetts, a filthy hive of transhumanist scum. Okay, mm -hmm. has been since the end of World War II. All right, at least they were eugenicists before that. Right. And they, they became transhumanist right after World War II because it, they saw the tech, where the technology would go. All right. So and when the Nazi, it was a big integration of Nazi, um, you know, whole not, not just the Operation Paperclip, but sure. also other groups, other more virulent people that we don't even know about, including Hans Kammler. You know, Hans Kammler is right. Right. Look him up. Very important figure. But they brought those folks in. And there was a merger um, even beyond what's been discussed, like with Werner von Braun and the rest at a higher level in the US government. Okay. Um, so we have to realize that there, there, there's this, you know, the US government hasn't been really the US government as we like to think of it for a long time. Right. right? And they were slowly rebuilding their methodology for their failed attempt, which was really World War II and Hitler. All the industrialists behind all that, the IG Farben cartel, okay, they weren't punished. There was supposed to be a trial for them at the first Nuremberg. Okay, they were given a slap on the wrist. They went, most of them went to a villa outside of Berlin. And as soon as the Marshall Plan came in, they all became heads of all the, the new European industries, except for the ones that were too hot to handle, former Nazis, which were transferred to the US under paperclip, but other operations yep. right and those people also took seats in pharmaceutical companies like jd searle right which you know donald Rumsfeld used to be ceo that's where you get a bunch of different poisonous uh you know toxins and the rest Bayer, and the, the bears as well correct correct yeah very good point they also they were the ones giving joseph mengele the the orders Okay, and there was lawsuits. You could look it up. It's still on there. The Guardian still has articles up on this, and many local um, press that that covered these cases in the late '90s were concentration camp victims. Said, right. "I want Bear to pay because I was there, and Joseph Mengele, who was in front of me, was receiving orders from these people." Right, right. and those industrialists paid to have Auschwitz and other camps built. And it wasn't just to kill the Jews. 
That's a cover story. Those those camps were testing sites to do human experimentation. It just happened to be oh, the yeah. Jews. Absolutely. And, and so it, it could have been anybody because their enemies, guess who? Humanity. Right. And Hitler was just, you know, a foil for them to yeah. rewrite the entire continent of Europe and do this trans what really was transhumanist testing. All those programs, like this is where the ADL comes in and helps, right? Because they've covered up companies like Bayer and all the rest. This has been shown recently with the whole Adidas thing with Kanye West. They gave right. him a pass because you're going to play ball with us and then we'll, we'll shape your image for you. Sure. But as soon as you don't do what we say, we're going to drop oh, the dime. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's when you realize that this is not, this is a front organization, right? Exactly. Exactly. And ADL hasn't said jack squat about so many other things that, it, you know, you would think that they would. So, you know, this has been building a long time and the technology sure. started catching up with these people's interests. That's what's changed, in my opinion. The technology, mm -hmm. the mapping of the human genome, the hyper, uh, hyper accelerated growth of all these uh, viral technologies has caught up and they were able to serotripously funnel Billions of taxpayer dollars into these programs over the last 30 or 40 years. In going through your notes, um, I found something that um, on your website, um, I found something that I, I, I would refer to as the unholy trinity of, of this whole COVID. You know, the, the, the synthetic biology, uh, artificial intelligence, and the quantum computing. Yes. Those three. Mm -hmm. um, I, I see where we, they've gone with everyone taking the swab, everyone getting tested over and over for COVID, you know, the, the mental conditioning and the, you know, the isolation, all of that, you know, you know, to, to get into the actual, um, you know, COVID mindset that they had every, the whole world, you know, in wearing the masks, not touching things, people being, you know, going to Walmart in trash bags. But um, now that I, I've, I've looked a little deeper and I see, you know, what they've done with with the whole human, you know, if I, and they're collecting each and every one of our samples, correct? They're sequencing us as they collect for, um, you know, for this whole COVID pan pandemic. Um, they want to know the DNA of every living being on this planet and and why they do that because like you said you had mentioned darpa and basically one of the things I, I, you know you you're into data you see patterns trends things go over and over and over and you know with this what they're you know i guess their end result is you know one thing i kept seeing over and over is how personalized it could be and what they can do with this. Mm -hmm. And so they've got our number basically long and short of it. Um, Most people's, um, you know, you know, they, they um, and, and this is the whole, uh, you know, these bio labs in Russia too, which is a, an area that I'm going into to try to expose as well. Um, sure. And so they need, DNA is, it, you're literally a snowflake. I know there's a lot of conservatives that don't want to hear that, but I'm saying that, <laughs> right? But, right. but we are, <laughs> we're one of a kind, each one of us, 
right? Absolutely. Um, so, you know, that's the, the thing that, you know, that's why they wanted to do all this uh, 23andMe stuff, which is all run by either the Mormons or the CIA, right? Yeah. Because they want to collect everybody's DNA because there are these little sequences that don't fit that mold, right? And they want a one size fits all. That's what they want for all the technology. Right. So they're trying to collect everybody's through all these other processes so that they can create a super bug or do whatever it is that they, they, they need to do in everybody's catalog, right? That's another thing they want to do through all these programs. So you have the DASIC barrack arm, which is this COVID-19, the virus, right? That's a chimeric coronavirus. And it's a coronavirus because the coronavirus has this particular um, affection for being able to go into the human cell beyond anything in nature. Sure. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And people say, oh, that just makes it more transmissible. No, there's other aspects to this. Oh, okay. And this and, and this is one of where I'm kind of, this is a novelty of my research. Right. I, I'm, I'm going to try to do a book on it since things are too moving too quick. You know, I, I, I'm putting out movies, or, or, you know, um, series on BitChute, Rumble, right? Sure. Right on um, where I use their own, like I do with my site, I, I took that model and I use it and make clip videos, but I take certain pieces of it and, and, and just put music behind it like it's a movie because their own actions and the news coverage is, you don't need anything more. I tried narrating over it and I said, no, let the people see it for themselves. And it makes right. it a little bit harder to censor. I'm not, I'm not pressing my views on them. I'm giving the, the world kind of what I saw, like an impressionistic painting through news right. coverage and these people's own public statements. So, you know, it, it, it just hurts them just to see this stuff. So that's why you don't have someone like Ralph Barrick. If someone saw this, if you go and watch my videos on there and you see him explaining, right? Oh, yeah. He, he looks like a psychopathic killer. Like just the mannerisms. It's total FBI profile material. The, so uh, I, I, Andrew Hassel. Andrew Hassel. Creepy, creepy. He's like that. Creepy. Oh, I know. I have him on my. I know. <laughs> I, and aren't you creeped out? I, I am. You know how yeah. can, how can anybody be like that? And you see his other videos, and he's he's he, you know there's something wrong there, right? Right. But you know, a guy named Relman, okay, Doctor Relman, who's um, in Stanford, right? Mm-hmm. Who, who barricades all those people, all the people who study flu, who go to Stanford and those big schools that aren't UNC. He has a chip on his shoulder. That's how you get someone like this to facilitate this type of carnage, just like right. the Hitler did with people like Adolf Eichmann, who just wanted to drive a nice car and have a nice hat and was short. Sure. So he felt like he needed to overcompensate. Barracks the same way. And you look at all the I do a three part series on my you know, video platforms on BitChute, right. where I, you see Barrack, you see his mannerisms and behavior and this insecurity of not being a flu researcher and stuff. You can see how they can turn someone like that using this NIH funding to have somebody try to overcompensate and overachieve by developing one of the most deadly diseases ever to, to you know, have been put out, right? Right. So that's synthetic version, right? So, you know, they, but in the process of doing this, in his research, they found out and it started to tie into other aspects of what they wanted to do. And this brings into the whole Charles Lieber arm of this which is the probing of the species. And note how he, he uses that term, just like Darwin uses the species. Sure. Dr. Judy Mankiewicz makes reference to that. Go and check the second page of the Darwin book, says right. the species, right? Right. 
And that's where you know that you're dealing with transhumanist scum right away. Okay? Who hate sure. their own human inconsistency to such an extent that they'll do anything in the name of science. Just like Fauci. Oh, it's worth the collateral deaths. Right? They all talk right. like Right? It's worth the deaths for the gain of function. So the Libra component, they had, and this is where the nanotech really starts to come in, right? right. Is that they call, and this is one of the links here, and this is where people have to start to think go through the looking glass on this, right? There's a spike protein. The people involved in that research, if you look on my site, I go through it in the Y COVID section, that will run you through. You read all those papers and you take that. It'll take a while though. Okay. Right. This, is, yeah. this is very obtuse stuff. But I urge everybody to Yeah, I, I set it up that way to sure. lead people in a direction, but in a very studied and assiduous direction to understand sure. that it's not just infecting people. They had to infect everybody with COVID-19 as an excuse, as a predicate for the vaccine, which sets up what? The spike proteins that are supposed to be for antibody. Um, creation, but they're not. See, sure. my theory is this. It's there in order for the nano technology developed by the likes of Charles Lieber and his adherents, one of who's a guy named Jai Lu, who's now running his program because Lieber has been basically totally neutralized, right? Because he's still under investigation, right? Sure. He was convicted. He's appealing it, but there's a total blackout of Lieber and any sort of coverage on him or what the rest, right? But his nano wire technology, okay, and probe technology was missing one thing, and they talk about it in all the patents. And I could prove this if I was ever brought into a courtroom or what have you, or tribunal. That's where I'd like to be, to be honest with you. Right. Okay? To say that they needed a piece of synthetic biology to access the human cell for the, their sole purpose. And their sole purpose was to probe and manipulate human neural activity by and large that's what and in his research was all nih funded as well as well as darpa mm -hmm. as well as the air force special um research office go into their patents and they all say this has been funded by them we have to make this no right so there is a paper trail somewhere here uh, i i'm just me um really what should happen is i should have a team of people and we should be doing FOIA requests and, and filing lawsuits just to set up a fishing expedition to go in and get this stuff. But they were looking for a piece of synthetic biology to enter the human cell because it caused cell death when you put these little nanowires in, right? And, and for anybody and for anybody who who has any any doubt, you know, what Jordan's talking about right now with the nanowires, he has painstakingly uh, with videos, with with PDFs, everything in there. Um, you know, I've I've watched a, a ton of of this with the wires, how they produce it. You know, the layers and and how thick. You know, every. I, I mean, and just I mean, it the technology and and t again, it's it's there, folks. And so anybody who wants to call it a conspiracy at this point need just spend. 15, 20, 25, 30 minutes, uh, you know, on Jordan's site just to see, you know, these these things he's talking about are there. They're there, and he meticulously documents them. And I don't mean to, but but yeah, just you, you know, you you mentioned these nanowires. They're they're receivers. They're you know they're they're and 
again, getting back to the Internet of Things and uh, the the I mean, it's it's scary, Jordan. The the self, uh, you know, assembling. Uh, uh, I mean, my God, my God. It, um, this is what it's all about, and and that's and, you know, so that's that's why it had to be COVID nineteen because they need an excuse to have everybody sell express the spike protein. And there, yeah. there were people in the scientific community that weren't on board with this or have been in this kind of um, orthodoxy of, of science, right? Where you're only supposed to look in these little tiny compartments. So, because not everybody's on board with this plan. There's sure. plenty of people that are, okay? And it's a cult level belief system and adherence. Oh yeah. Cult level, okay? So people have to understand that, like how so many people in the medical community could go along with all this. Many of them are on board with what this presupposes. Are they are they afraid of repercussions at this point? I mean, I've I've heard a lot of of talk, and and again, this is just what I hear, you know, hearsay. But um, you know, people going to the emergency room and being turned away, having to go two and three times before something that is actually there and is eventually caught is caught. I mean, it seems like um, our whole, the whole, you know, we're less than a third world country in some, in some cases on, uh, you know, the America's frontline nurses and every, you know, the, the, the doctors and everything, you know, I mean, just, just all of the reports and the, and the testimony, I mean, it, 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 it blows my mind that we're having a conversation like this and I'm not watching this on Netflix in some dystopian sci-fi thriller, but we're here. Jordan, we're here. I know, I know. And God bless you for what you do, sir. I know, I, I you know, I thank you. Uh, and I, I do it because, you know, it's God's calling, honestly. Um, and so, um, but, you know, Obamacare ensured this, you see. Part oh, wow. of this has to do with Obamacare oh, yeah. corporatized. Absolutely. And that was the main purpose of it. And that's a whole other thing. They always have like a smoke screen cover story. And then on top of that, another smoke screen and cover story. And then people get tricked by bait, right, which is one of the problems um, of, of trying to discover all this. Um, so it's a Russian doll type thing, right? Sure. So, you know, and then once you think you're at the heart of it, it's actually something else. And that's I, I refer to it as an onion a whole lot because that's another good you go, the deeper, the more you want to cry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. <laughs> well taken, you know. So, I mean, you know, you have to, there's this whole aspect of it that you don't you think it's one thing and it's the other thing right and so and 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 their purposes are so diverse as to what they're trying to achieve it also feeds into that component of it they're trying to achieve like 50 different things that they've been planning for for decades in some cases probably almost centuries right really at the end of the day so can, go ahead. can, can i can i hop in as well um the graphene oxide portion of it um, I recently saw something and, you know, I, do, I don't really know how to take a lot of it, but to watch graphene oxide and its properties under 5G. Oh, yeah. It's, it's alarming. It, it, it um, really opens your, 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 you know, it scares you really when you first now, see it. Now, you have, you've done a deep dive into, into the, what is in, in these, these, you know, gene therapies, basically. Injections, it I call is, them injections. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's it. They're um, just injections, it, and there's various it, things in there. For fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Um, I mean, is there any validity to the to the um, graphene oxide um, yes. uh, content? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Okay. There is. And the fifth column in Spain has been very good at, at, at identifying this. That's not the only thing in there. And the, the technology. Is that the scaffolding? Is that the scaffolding? Yes. And okay. here's another thing. Some of these injections use different technologies. And this is one of the areas of research that needs to be undertaken. And I'm in kind of the movement. There's a guy out there. All right. His name's Spartacus. Have you heard of the Spartacus letter? And I okay. No, sir. All right, so he has a substack. I'm pretty sure he's in biomedical research or something on the West Coast. He likes to say anonymous, all right? Okay. But him and I, and I'm on his substack, his name's Spartacus. I urge everybody to look into what he does, all right? He's, he's very knowledgeable, highly educated, articulate, and him and I started kind of working at the same time, frankly, okay. on this. And our our path into this was the same thing, which was the N3 program by DARPA, right? That really opened our eyes to this mind control, getting into the mind, having a system of synthetic biology through a viral vector delivery to have cells elicit certain proteins for access and manipulation, right? Sure. But in the process of that, they tried different things. And Kirsch, you know, Steve Kirsch and his Substack, right? He, he does a big Substack too. He's been on Alex Jones a few times. He used to be an IT guy. Um, and Yidon, right? Michael Yidon, right? Former head of immunology for um, for Pfizer, right? Sure. And he called out to do this too. And I'm calling out all the time that all these lots need to be identified because they use different technologies because they're trying different things out. See, So not all the platforms are the same. And one of the biggest variations on that is how they're, the nanowire technology is really standard, you know, keystone, touchstone, non technology that everybody's using. So I'd assume that, you know, the one the shots that did have active compounds in it, because some of them were saline shots, right? Yeah. They, they couldn't just put out something that did what it was they wanted to do. They had to have this dispersed, effect to it because they, they they couldn't have the same injury levels they couldn't have all the technology go out they needed to try different things so different lots of different things in it and you had different manufacturers too right right question um and i i, I hate to keep sidetracking you there but just as, as i think of things because you mentioned the nazis mm -hmm. and i'm a i'm a big you know, repetition guy, you know, I, I like to see, you know, what they have done in the past. I think they're going to do again at some point. Yes. Until the they Nazis get what they had, want. Yeah. The Nazis had the Watson computer, which basically yeah. was there something behind the shot? Say that when somebody went to Walmart and said, I want the injection, was there any type of AI interface that said this person gets this lot number, this person gets, do, do you know that? Have you found that? Do you I, know? I, I'm starting to believe that, um, honestly. From what I hear, the lot numbers, the, the more deadly lot numbers ended up in predominantly more red locations. Definitely. That's is, that, is, that, is that a fact? I mean, I, okay. I, I looked at okay. Edon's research, Kirsch did it too. All right. OK. And definitely um, they wanted to test technology and they also wanted to kill a lot of conservatives and Republicans. 
Okay, so would that indicate to you an algorithm, or would maybe they're ju they're just shipping the more deadly stuff that they know to to more? Because I don't know how they would tie everything in, but I know there's a network. So uh, again, I, I just I don't know that much about the you know the medical and the the pharmaceutical industry. To you know, well, this is unprecedented. So what oh, they yeah. used to, just throw that out <laughs> yeah. the window. What they used to do, and that's why right. I became so active. I'm like, this this is this is psychotic. This th there's something yeah. wrong. We've lost control. All right, we're in a state of emergency. Anything that they put out now is going to have this technology in it. That's why and it wasn't just policy that they changed. It was procedure, medical procedure, things everything. that you. I mean, it, for, everything for hundreds has of years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all, in some all in the name of an emergency, folks. Yeah, all exactly. Predicated on 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 some faceless bureaucracy, which is which is the definition of technocracy, by the way. Right? Gotcha. So, oh, yeah. you know, the thing is, is that this graphene oxide thing, this is a use and, and, and as well as the hydrogel. Right. And these technologies are there for the sensing component of it. Right. So you have this. Most of them have mRNA 1273 in it or some or unless it's Johnson & Johnson, which is a D DNA platform, but it's a viral vector technology still. Then all the other technologies were varied. And I go through this and I have a lecture on this because the adherents of Charles Lieber are now releasing patents on what worked the best. You can go see it. It's, <laughs> it, it proves what there, there's going to probably be in the future injections, right? Right. So Janssen had a different, and, and, and Dr. Canberra, Pablo Canberra, who did optical microscopy for the fifth column, went through this in detail. He took a Pfizer once, right? He took Janssen shots. And those are the two main ones he did. And when you look at the mic, and this is only optical, right? This isn't down to the nano and micron level, okay? Right. Which who the heck knows what you'd see there. And why that hasn't been done yet by somebody out there, because it, it takes a lot of money to have one of those, right? Mostly sure. only governments have it, but no one's taken control and had that analysis done. I call for it every time on one of these platforms. I'm calling for it again. All Do these you think this is something that do you think Rand Paul? Do you think this will be something Rand Paul might? Uh, because he's so. mentioned that. I, I yeah, his support him. I'm 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 going to be cheerleader for him from now on. He's been imperfect. He's come slow to understanding the level of evil we're dealing with here, unfortunately. But because he's he was a part of a medical establishment, it's hard for those people to understand that you're dealing with something that's beyond any level of corruption you could ever. This is beyond corruption. Right? It's hard for them to understand that for all those years they were conditioned as they were learning, um, right. and that a lot of what you believed as canon, okay, was a lie. Exactly, which was a big eye opener for me, right? Because I was part of the pharmaceutical industry. Right. Okay? I thought a lot of the things that they did, like recategorizing SSRI drugs for different treatment modalities, was wrong, right? And the direct-to-consumer ad thing was wrong, which is really wrong, obviously, as we now see, because that's how they took right. over the media, right? But the thing is, is that we have to understand that um, there, there is this, um, you know, guide that I was talking about the different platforms and, and the different things that they use, right? So they had to try different things out in these shots, um, one of which was graphene oxide, okay, which I think is in most of them because it's just so, it's one of the biggest innovations of all time, right? Yeah. So there's, I think there's a base level that every one of these shots that had active ingredients in it, because some didn't, were gonna have 
some of these things in every single one of them. But then there's variations on some of the science and technology, right? And this is most evident having to do with um, the way they're transmitting data. Because the people that do have the active ingredients in, it's mostly so that they can go in and read what's going on inside the human body, track, trace, and analyze, and manipulate. Sure. Some of these also had, had neural net technologies to manipulate human behavior and try that out as well. Right. So, you know, the, the people that die of these clots, for instance, they got active ingredients. Okay. So the clots, when, when something like the clot happens, is that a sequencing gone awry and just repeating that protein over and over? Has something happened or has something been activated? Have they come too close to 5G? I mean, I've, I've heard a lot of different things, but what, what, what's your theory? I mean, what do you... My theory is this, because we really don't know. Yeah. Um, and this is how they're able to perpetrate stuff like, I mean, you look what happened with Alex with that Sandy Hook thing, right? Sure. You're never going to get the information on, you know, who did the autopsies, right? Oh, that's private. You can't look at that, right? Yeah. And it would just prove everything. It's the same thing with Kennedy assassination. You need to go trace the where the bullet went through the, the, the brain, and that would tell you exactly how many bullets are, where they were coming from, whatever. Of course, all that evidence has been destroyed. Or I always thought it was funny that the same guy that uh, did the autopsy, I believe, for Scalia, did the autopsy for uh, Kennedy, if I remember correctly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm anyway. saying, yeah, I mean, you know, but, you know, you, you, I'm just saying, so what happens is you don't get the autopsy, you don't get to see, so you're just, you know, picking and, 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 and looking at stuff and, and, and supposing things. But my supposition is this. In many cases, the people just weren't healthy enough to take the technology, okay? So for instance, my wife started having cardiac issues, okay? Mm. All right. In addition to the neurological things, later on, she told me, okay, I feel like all of a sudden I'm about to basically have a heart attack. It happened several different times, okay? She survives through it because she's in good shape. A lot of the people that have had this other technology put in them, okay, um, they have had what's in there, okay, one of the technologies, and I don't know how many people had this or if it was across all boards for all these, there's something called um, self-assembling electronics that develop inside what's called an organoid. They call it 3D cyborg tissue, which is supposed to fill cavities. And so when Mike Adams and people, right, Dr. Judy, pull out these things and show it, all right? And they say, oh, this metal, this metal, not that, that, that's in it. I say to myself, I saw this in a patent that I looked through in my, you know, scurrilous, wonkish research that I do, right? Because I'm that type of person sitting, going through patent records. And I said, this is 3D cyborg tissue. And in a lot of the instances, the people just don't have the health to have something inserted into them right? That's filling their arteries. And they, they, they die because their system's not strong enough for it. So, that's a, uh, and I have other theories, but that's a big one. So, uh, the, well, people like the, the uh, say like the soccer players um, and people like that, I mean, you see a lot of, of the, you know, the, the sudden adult sin, death syndrome now exactly. and, and everything like that. Um, 
that's... and so yeah, that that's just I I can't. Uh, there's no one magic thread that I I can see. No, uh, I agree for people. I, um, I agree, but you know, you know if I could just find it and pull it and see. I know, <laughs> but, but it's um, it's not meant to be pulled because, and that's that's one of the other things they love too is the fact that once you start to go down that road, it doesn't apply to everybody because they they've released something that's across varied levels, right? Um, and has different technologies in it. And not everybody dies for the same reason. Let, let me ask you this. Um, as far as something like the, uh, something I've never heard anybody talk about, and I don't know in your research if you've come across this, but like uh, maybe in your case, in my case, um, I don't, it doesn't sound like you're, you've had the injection. I'm uninjected and forever will stay that way <laughs> from this. But uh, like, like with my wife, is there anything, um, you know, you've heard of shedding or anything transmissible, um, you know, on a, you know, like a, a sexually transmitted disease or not disease, but sexually transmitted level, uh, anything like that that you know of or have heard of? I mean, I know that these, these spike proteins, if she's producing them are, are small and they can pass and, but uh, what have you heard on that? Because I, I've not heard that anywhere. Um, I think that the shedding thing was something to distract people. Okay. Right? So I gotcha. think it was a piece of okay. misinformation turning into a disinformation program to have people not look. And that's why I started one of the other reasons, because this was going on and had Mike Adams coming out and saying that. And my research was saying, no, 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 don't miss the pony here. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Don't miss the, 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 the real threat, which is the fact that, you know, they're putting something in there to elicit cellular interface, right? Gotcha. We know that because that's what they told us. The one thing that we know that are in these ones that are active is this mRNA viral technology. Yeah. They're saying to create antibodies. And this yeah. is why it had to be COVID-19 so they could get portions of the scientific community to buy that. So that yeah. shedding thing, I think, was largely a way of distracting from the real, you know, discussion, which is the the, the use of nanotechnology in these shots, which has never been done, right? Mm -hmm. the, in, the 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 piercing of the mitochondria, and 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 that's basically what, it, and and then eliciting the, the spike for interface, right, for various purposes. Now, what what uh, to answer your question more squarely is to say that. I do know and I do believe that babies who are nursing, okay, can be advert because of the weakness of their, their, their infrastructure. When they do get whatever has been put into these folks, it does affect them. There has been scientific literature on this. So that, those are the ones that, are, that, that have this, what's closest to what we call shedding, right? Is that when someone's lactating and nursing, there have been babies that have had these events, okay? Sure. Because of the nature of the, the age of the baby, uh, there's a certain uh, symbiosis that happens with the nursing aspect of it with a mother, where, sure. it, you know, so, uh, and the, the lack of a, a blood brain barrier, right? In, yeah. in a newborn. So, but as far as, I'll be honest with you, I, and I don't know if this is psychosomatic, I thought I felt something coming off my wife. Right. Yeah. I stopped sleeping in the same bed for a while. Yeah. yeah. Because, it, I, because I, I said not to take it. So it was like a, you know, yeah. whole thing for me. Yeah, but, me too. And so I thought, you know, there was something. 
radiating from her from this injection, right? The second one. Um, but I don't know if that was just because of the shock and what have you. Um, so, you know, I know a lot of people thought that at the time. Mm -hmm. um, but I do know that, you know, scientifically, the only thing I really can verify is the newborns receiving milk from a recently vaccinated person and things that happened to babies in the womb, obviously. Yeah, the stillbirths and yes. everything like that. That's yeah. that's a scientific. That's the big you know, threat. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. so everything else is kind of supposition. And I think a lot of it was stoked in order to keep people to make them afraid of their own spouse and to continue the psychological operation in part. Right. Gotcha. Have this us against them thing, divide and conquer, because that's all part of this, too. That's why I have the whole section on the psychological conditioning component. Right. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Because it's very important because that's how they got us here. That's how they got everybody to accept this willingly to allow the vampires into the house um, is the psychological conditioning portion of it. And I also believe the early part of the vaccination programs was the Trojan horse program or many adjuvants that ended up embedding into the human mind. So people that took a flu vaccine every year had high concentrations of aluminum in their brain. Now, the big side effect thing that everybody caught on to was the autism thing, right? Which was a real thing, okay? Right. But it was only a certain percentage. So people kind of, even if they said, oh, I don't believe that. And they said, well, even if, if that is true, it's worth it. So, so, so mankind has health, right? Yeah. There's a lot of people who said that. And that- You don't want to kill grandma. Yeah. And oh, so it's worth it. You know, even if it's only 2% of kids are just autistic and we'll give them special things and blah, 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 blah. Right. Sure. Which got us here. But I earnestly believe that a part of this was that the high adjuvant levels. Okay. And because of what's called the lens effect, which is a special spin effect of paramagnetic materials, which aluminum is once mm -hmm. it's a human brain and there's an application of an electromagnetic field can cause behavior modification. Not very precise, okay? Not very precise, but it does, right? And they've proven this, right? Um, and so, you know, that and this whole extension of social media platforms utilizing handheld devices, right? You can't see this because of the blue screen, but you know, right? It's popping in and out. <laughs> right? So. Yeah, right. I, I don't know if this is the Isle of Patmos back here, but that's what I was trying to get that's to. That's fantastic. <laughs> right? Nice, so, nice vacation spot. <laughs> so, um, nonetheless, um, you know, there is this whole other thing as to how people got to this stage to where they were ripe for this thing. And so there's, there's a whole other area of research that, frankly, you know, I started to look into it, but this other stuff just was so... Oh, yeah. Re revelatory and so shocking um, with this nanotransducer stuff and all this other technology that that's the only time I could really focus on. All these historical trends I try to put in to try to explain how we got here, but those are whole sites in above themselves. I, I, I just don't have time. You know, I wish I did. Speaking of the Isle of Patmos, since you mentioned that, um, the and and we're at we're a little over an hour now. Uh, looks like I'm running about a, an hour and maybe ten. Are are you good? Do you are you good to go or do you have? 
as far as time goes? Are you are you in good? I am. I, I don't want to. You know. Uh, you know. Out of courtesy to you, I don't want to. No, know. no, no. I'm 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 good. I just like I said, I blocked off the rest of the evening. So as soon as we're done, I'm going to produce it, and I want to get this out as soon as possible, man. Uh, but uh, so you you tell me if you know whenever whenever you feel you're you've wrapped, I'm I'm good because I I think there's a lot to uh, you know still to cover. Um, you mentioned the Isle of Patmos, and uh, so I want to go there because you know we're talking about nanowires and the internet of things and mm -hmm. you know micro not just beyond microscopic nan nano sized mm -hmm. um transceivers and so what happens uh, all i can think about uh jordan is in my wallet my card with the the little wire that i can take and just pop up against my you know the vending machine at work and uh, without sliding it or anything, it can just read it with it by because it's just within a certain range. And then an electronic, uh, you know, monetary transaction occurs. Um, there was a patent that happened right around the same time that all these injections started, you know, that, that, um, that you know, and it happened to have uh, some some biblical biblical uh, related numbers yes. as well. And mm -hmm. it happens to, uh, you know, basically pertain to, uh, if I understand it correctly, now if I'm being ignorant on it, just just call me out because I'm good with that because <laughs> most of my uh, shows I am ignorant on. So, <laughs> but, uh, but basically what I'm getting at is, you know, they have set up um, uh, by mean, uh, a means by which if there is nanotechnology that can assemble itself, and send and receive already in uh, 200 million of the 300 million people that we have, um, you know, they're already set up for to send and receive one. I mean, it, it's there, correct? I mean, they, the patents are there, all of it, correct? Yeah, it's, it's all there. The technology exists. Um, some of the technology is better than others. And that's what I was, I was getting to a little bit earlier is the fact that right. you have different types of technology for the transmission. Okay. So if you look at Canberra's work, you'll see in the Spizer shots, these little German cross looking nanotransducers or transducers, yeah. right? Um, which are inor inorganic crystals is what he refers to them as. And you look at the Janssen shots, it's different, right? There are these cross hatch, geometric right. shapes which are pieces of metal and in the center you'll see this little blurb blob right which is basically stem cells right for the formation of organoids gotcha. which then embed the metal structures into it okay um, and it grows inside of you in chambers and then that mesh is there to transmit the data and it uses piezo or piezoelectric yeah. right um energy which is basically your blood flowing through it right to power it right some of them don't last that long right the pfizer shots and this is my this is my theory based upon the patent record from the guy named jai lu j-i-a lu l-i-u who is uh -huh. basically um the protege of charles lieber who's at harvard doing the work that lieber was doing lieber's basically a criminal now okay He's the only person that was ever convicted and they actually went through all the steps in that big china thing that trump yeah. did which is a big smoke and mirrors thing too right. but there's a there's a mesh technology 
which is is grown inside of you. Okay, which is probably what they're that's what I, I believe they're going ahead with because they're patenting it right now. Right. Okay? You go and look up these people's patents and you go to Canberra's work and I do a whole lecture series on this on my bit shoot thing. Okay. Um, and I put it right next to each other and I saw it and I, my heart sunk. I got sick to my stomach. Because I know that this is what they're going to move ahead with. Meaning, if we go and look in all these future shots, that's what you're going to find in all the yeah. flu shots and everything else. All right. It's everywhere. Now that there's, it's a never ending emergency, the, the FDA is gone. Right. So I just, you know, as we kind of wrap this up, I want to make sure everybody understands that any shot that you take, all right, has this stuff in it. I'm, on, I'm, I'm telling you. So don't, you know, unless you can get an insert that says everything is supposed to be in there and there's no EUA exemption in there, don't take it. It was bad enough as it was, but if you got the insert just th three and a half years ago, right, for any shot, it would tell you all the aluminum and stuff. You could barely see it. You'd need a magnifying glass, but you would know because the FDA still existed. Yeah. Now they're giving you blank pieces of paper with uh, with the injection, or they were initially, correct? Yes. If there was anything at all, which and is that's illegal. Right. Yes, I'm just saying. So that's why this emergency needs to end, and the work of Rand Paul needs to be supported without question. All right, he needs to get all of America's support, and he needs to get serious. And it, But here's the problem, and this is why I'm a little sad today. We didn't get control of the Senate. No. I wasn't expecting necessarily to do it but the the total you know shim sham job that happened is really alarming um but instead of getting down on it i'm just going to redouble my efforts get on shows like yours put out my my you know my clip films um keep calling up you know aj and crew and you tell need them a band dot video brother you need a yeah. band dot video channel. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I've been, I, I've been wholeheartedly. He, uh, uh, you need it. You need. Yeah. One, so, I mean. uh, you know, and, I, and I, he's told me a couple of times, well, we should have him on, take his information as a guest. Right. But, you know, he's never got me on because he knows that I know. I right. You. He knows that I know. Like he knew that stay away from Libra and the rest. This is really hot stuff. These people are literally trying to take over every aspect. Evil. Yes. Evil. Down to the core. And I, like I said, Iago, right, from Othello, right, that character, if you ever remember that, that which they now prohibit, you know, the study of even Shakespeare in these, these institutions now, even the good stuff about it, because he was a, you know, white dude, right? Um, even that character is just that pure evil for the sake of evil, right? Um, sure. And so that's why it's important to know archetypes. And that's why they've taken real education away from people so they don't understand these concepts. Sure. But, you know, there's principles in the universe that are unassailable that, you know, like purity is one of them, right? You can't. Absolutely. So, you know, and that's the whole thing. So purity of thought is very important here. And so that's why I, I you know, um, promote that on my site. And I want people to come to their own conclusions. I don't want to force feed them. I want them to do the assiduous study and I try to do what I can to make it more understandable. I mean, I'm not, you know, a scientist by, you know, by my education. I was trained to learn this stuff and, and to make it palatable, you know, and that's what I was trained to do. And I, I gave educational talks to people on how to do chemical structured searching and stuff. So 
you know, I'm I know a, a little bit more and it, it's imperative that I keep putting this message out so that people understand what's going to happen to them. All right. And that, you know, they understand that whatever they take into their bodies now is not being regulated and our, our governments are captured. All right. Totally captured. And it's by this this complex that was never dealt with at the end of World War Two, who redoubled their efforts, inserted themselves in places like the American government and then retooled things for a final takeover um, after the technology was developed to, to a, a certain extent. And they dumbed down the population enough through yeah. you know, media, culture, and this chaos, Clower and Pippin stuff, all working in unison, a synthesis of that. And that's where I kind of, you know, I'm, you know, that's where I'm at. And that's what I'm trying to show everybody with my work. And I do as best as I can. I'm just the guy. So. You do fantastic, man. You 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 really have. I mean, for uh, you know, for for I just you know how you laid it out. Uh, just you know, and there, there's different ways. You know, if you're if if you learn better by by reading, if you're a better, you know, if you pick it up easier through visual, you know, you just you have all the material there. All you know, the the, the research you have them there saying it, talking about it. There's no denying it, and uh, I mean, Jordan, you've you've just done a fantastic thing. And like I said, I I thought you deserved uh you know more than just a few minutes to talk about it. And I will get this out everywhere that I can. Um, anything uh, that we didn't cover? Anything you want to uh, to uh, close with? Um, there's I always um, at the end of my shows have about 50 things I wish I would have asked or wish I would have said. Yeah, same here. Um, uh, you know, I, you know, and it's just, but you know, the the pop culture, um, you know, uh, with with the graphene oxide. I mean, just the black ooze. You can see it in Marvel comics. You can see it in Alien. You can see it. You know, it just it it permeated. You were talking about the archetypes. And uh, I don't know how much of a, you know, of, of a pop culture fan you are or whatever, but, uh, you know, with comic books, I, I, I was talking uh, with Harrison Smith on his, on, on the American Journal one day. And, um, you know, going back and watching the movie Logan, where he's older and, and, you know, the one where he dies, at the time I didn't realize they were talking about, you know, gene editing and, and you know, uh, uh, inserting uh, vaccine, vaccinations and everything into, into bananas and the food that they ate and everything. And it just, again, like most people, it just went above my head. But then to go back and sit down and actually live through this and do the research and hear people like you talk about it and then sit down and watch Logan. And then there they are, they're transhumanists, they're cyborgs, they, um, and how did they kill the heroes? Well, with the food that they ate, the, you know, the medicines, the, you know, that's, that's how they got these powerful godlike people, um, you know, just, just, and, and it's the exact same plan you just laid out. I mean, with these, you know, these, these, um, you know, now great grandchildren of, uh, you know, and, and, you know, uh, offspring of, of these uh, Nazi uh, cult. I mean, it's it's just uh, it's insane that 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 evil has lived to this day and age. Um, but yeah. here it is in in its form. You know? And I, I called the the spinda, right? The spinda. That's what Martin Borman called it, right? That's right. The, the the network afterwards. And it wasn't for Hitler. Hitler was just right. like I said, a foil, right? To, yeah. To move their destructive plan 
the people all behind them, people like Martin Borman, Borman, right, and and Mengelev and so forth, there was a transhumanist end to all of that, right? And that's always been their goal, is to get rid of every inconsistency of man, the true Ubermensch, right? So, you know, and this is, you know, Dispinda, the spider, right? And that's very, you think about, you know, right? Or that too, it's another one, but Warman called it Dispinda, and that, you know, that's kind of who's left, and they just retooled and rebuilt. And now they're able, they're about to put in their complete control infrastructure, um, which will include the deaths of millions of people. But the people that remain will be fully integrated. They'll either be part of the Ubermenschen, or they will be slaves. Okay? So, you know, and that, that, you know, then that's where I'll leave it. Well, we're going to fight it, man. We're going to fight it until uh, we have no breath or uh, platform in which to in which to fight from, and then we'll yes. take it to the streets and and yell from the mountaintops. I don't know, brother, but uh, Jordan, thank you for coming on and uh, check out his uh, website, uh, coronaized dot com, and uh, check him out. There'll be a link in the uh, description. And, uh, you know, contact him if you want to have him on. If you have questions, uh, he's very, um, you know, approachable. So, uh, Jordan, thank you for coming on. Uh, before we hop off, one last thing I'm going to uh, just ask you real quick after after the show ends. But thanks for coming on, and uh, we greatly appreciate you, man. Thank you. May God be with us all. Ah!